Welcome back to Zeal episode two with Esther and Joanna. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. We had um, a great time doing it and putting it out and hearing your responses as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for all the feedback and suggestions. And we promise to try and do our best. Um to yeah keep making great content mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well <laughs> esther what do we have today <laughs> so today we're talking about failure um as you guys probably already know we i was just looking at like a gen like failure from a generic point of view so we're not specifically talking about like failure in relationships failure in academic blah 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 but i'm sure we'll bring in our uh, previous experiences mm-hmm. so just so you know failure in different areas exactly yeah. yeah and hopefully this can give you guys some tips um yeah all right so <laughs> just keep going <laughs> okay then without further ado time for hot seat mm. and <laughs> this week is esther's turn to be uh at the hot seat um Esther has five seconds to answer each question. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Esther? Yeah, I haven't really seen these questions before as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. First question. Are you willing to fail? Um, maybe. Okay. Have you failed academically? It depends what you classify as a failure. Elaborate. I mean, in my point of view, yeah, maybe, but maybe not as serious as maybe some people. Okay, maybe we can discuss that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, what was your worst failure? I think when I used to do acting and I had this stage fright and it was just awful. What? You did acting? Yeah. Not like, I wasn't on like CBBC or like Netflix. I wasn't like a star, woo! But I used to do something called speech and drama. I would have loved seeing you on TV, though. Oh, no, not back then. Oh my gosh! And I had the worst. Like that. That was a fail. Uh, what do you fail. think, guys? Would you have loved seeing Esther on TV? I think some of you would would have expe- ex- appreciate if Esther was on TV, right? <laughs> well. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, next question: uh, Try and fail or fail to try try and fail okay last question what do you usually do when you fail i cry i'll go home and cry i'll keep it together and then i'll cry (laughs) (laughs) fair enough you know everyone has different uh responses responses to (laughs) failure okay that was their hot seat yeah (laughs) thanks for sharing with us you're welcome okay so I guess today we can kind of start off with discussing what mm. is failure. Like, mm. what does what does it mean to to you and and I and yeah. to people? You know, maybe when you're hearing this at home as well, you can answer that to yourself. What does failure mean mm-hmm. to you? So, Esther, what does oh, failure- I was going <laughs> to ask you. <laughs> to me, failure is when you set a goal for yourself and you don't achieve it. 
Okay, yeah. Pretty simply, simply put. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess failure is kind of similar to you. Mm. Um, But it's also for me, sometimes it's like when you fail to make your parents happy. I guess, you know, people have different understandings of failure. I think that's true, though. Yeah, when, when they're sad... Mm. Or, like, the people... I mean, not just your parents. Or people that you love mm-hmm. are upset with you. Yeah. I think that's... You have failed. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad, man. Savage. <laughs> Esther Savage. <laughs> you know, like, oh you, put, you put the tug song. The tug oh song. Oh, my God. You're singing a different part to me. This is a fail. See, is this a fail? Yeah. What do you guys think? I think so. Anyway, yeah, that's how we would describe failing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and why do you think like we're so afraid to fail? I think it's something that in society is pretty taboo all over the world. Well, I mean, maybe in some homes and some families, failure is really encouraged. But um, I, I mean, yeah, I guess that that's only for people who have like the growth kind of mindset, right? Because growth they, mindset, yeah. What's her uh, name? Carol Dweck. Carol Dweck. I remember her so much. That's from our education studies module. Yeah, you guys should uh, actually module. Google it. Yeah. Some pretty decent stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say that I think, yeah, for, for people who have growth mindset, mm. they would choose to, like, focus on learning from their failures. Right. Um, but for some people, I think failure becomes a label Mm. because like when you fail to do something and then society or your family even or people closest to you will say ah you're this you're that you're unable to do this you're not good enough you're this and that and that's why like people would try their hardest to not fail or they're so scared to fail that's very true Mm. it's like pressure from other people's expectations Mm -hmm. and so to minimize the experience of that you just go to run with what you got Mm. I also think in today's society, we crave, like, the best out of people. Like, we want the best. We want the fastest Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. We want the best phone. Like, we want the best of the best. So we need to deliver the best. And if we fall short of that standard, then you're just looked at as though, like, what are you doing? Mm. And it, it might not be as direct as, like, a clear-cut example, but... I think it's just built into the way we are educated, the way we expect things, um, just the kind of life we live. We're so quick to get stuff and we want the optimal thingy of everything, basically. Mm. But where, so. where does that root from? Like, I guess this is going to go on to our second, like second, third um, point. point of discussion, like yeah. the standards of society and right. like how we create um standards of many things success Mm. beauty um Mm. achievement and um yeah standards Mm. of being smart and intelligent Mm. you know there are so many different things yeah do you think we could live in a society that's just free of standards no why i think as humans bit of psychology for you guys we are very we basically use something called schemas which are mental frameworks mental Mm. representations and it basically helps us to process the environment we're going into a lot 
faster. So a schema, for example, is this is a chair. I believe this chair is going to hold my weight. So I'm going to sit on the chair. Then you sit down. So you carry these kind of frameworks around. And it basically, basically, it's just a quick way of us making these judgments mm. so we can do things, right? So I think that was probably a very bad explanation of it, but... I think but I get you, I get you though, yeah. We're just prone as humans to make quick assumptions and judgments. Okay. Um, yeah. So maybe to begin with, no one ever actually made a, you know, like, mm. a standard out there. Exactly. But it was people who made... I assumptions think, yeah and i think it's people who then put the negative or positive label onto it because our society is constructed with labels isn't it right so we assume what's good and what's bad based on these labels let's let's get an example then what about school like right how <laughs> we talk a lot about education <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys i mean we we but, are pretty much an education graduate but. and i think it's a generic everyone can somewhat relate to it because so. mm, we all went to school in some way and yeah but yeah how did we get to like label what's mm. smart or not smart yeah do you get what i mean mm. because i feel like a lot of children including myself like feel like we're victims of those labels yeah um what's mm. smart what's mm. not smart like oh joanna i could go on a whole spiel but i think it depends how you <laughs> want to look at it for example how do we measure intelligence iq mm. tests mm. we set a standard and we say anything lower than that is abnormal which it goes against what normal is basically mm-hmm. or you can look at the kind of um especially in the uk i don't know how much is in indonesia but uh our structure of education i think it's mainly structured around marketization so like you're trying to produce the best trying to get the best results and therefore you put the pressure on the students like if you don't get a c or above you're going in the bin so you better get a c or above i guess i guess it's kind of the same (laughs) everywhere though because the government makes sense they want to create um like people who are ready for the market you know Mm. um who are able and um, capable of working and producing best products yeah. to be sold, you yeah. know. Um, it's just another, like, I think education just mirrors the way our society works, works in general, yeah. as yeah. do many sectors in society. Mm. So that's why I'm not really surprised. Okay, so what do you, I mean, this is gonna gonna go back and <laughs> forth, but but what if we fail at, at, at meeting those expectations then? those standards you gotta be having your own standards because (laughs) i'm telling you if we just set our lives i mean i don't know what do you think but i feel like if we set our lives around society if you fail you're going to be feeling really bad like you're going to be feeling some kind of way unless you and yourself have some kind of resilience which is what they're now trying to build up in pupils so they don't feel so terrible Mm. they can they have a different way of looking at things Mm. but if not like every time you fail you're just going to think you're the worst person ever yeah, that's that's true. What do you think? What was my question again? <laughs> I can't remember, babes. I'm being completely honest. Oh my you god! You were saying like, why do we feel so bad if we fail, or what happens if we fail? Yeah, yeah. Something what happens like if we fail? Mm. Yeah, I think it 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 does something on your mind. Mm. It, it 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 like it. Oh, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but uh, there's a phrase that I was trying to find, but I couldn't find it. It's oh, somewhere bless. in my head. Um, Hopefully it comes back to you. <laughs> it doesn't number on you. Right. That's what I was going to say. Um, 
and yeah it it i don't think it will ever leave your head mm, yeah. uh, it will stay there Mm. But now I think it's a matter of choosing how to respond right. to it that yeah. makes a difference. Mm. Um, that's why, like I said, growth mindset. Like mm. people with growth mindset are much more likely to be like, um, "Yep, I failed in this, and I screwed up, but mm. I'm gonna move on and learn, yeah. learn from the things that I failed at, and hopefully." not do it again yeah like it's that phrase like we move <laughs> and onwards lads oh my gosh i remember i always say that i'm always like onwards lads but anyway i remember after my maths gcse exam and it was like one of the hardest things i've ever done mm-hmm. and i kid you not i wrote my own equations like i made my own equations up to answer the questions oh my god i was like you want to talk about how many tiles does patricia has well i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you patricia has 62 tiles because in my equation six minus so i was making up my own things basically with confidence and then after i did the exam i felt awful like i i, I ran straight into the cloakroom i grabbed all you my cried. stuff and i just went home see i see if Okay, well, based on schools, schooling standards or like competent standards, mm. you would have gotten like some zero or like yeah. a really bad. I mean, bad, I still passed. That's the grace grade. of God. <laughs> but, but um, but you know what? Actually, if you think about it from another way, when you mm. choose to see things from a different perspective, yeah, it's um, not as bad. actually you're being creative. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Oh my God, I've been waiting. I'm like. Mm. See, this is why you're my friend, Joanna, because you look at things with a different angle. <laughs> These markers would look at what I was writing and they would just think, oh my gosh. No, she's wrong. But I don't actually, think any school would want to hire me now. <laughs> this is your teacher, girl. Because I would just be giving all students A for creativity. But I, I tried. But I think, like, <laughs> I wish they saw that. But, like, I think it's the thing that was playing in my head. The reason I was so upset was because I thought, I just failed that. And mm-hmm. I was like immediately comparing myself to other people. Mm. I was thinking like other people, some people were coming out like, oh yeah, I could answer that question. Now in my head, I was thinking, wait, I could not answer that. Or they'll be like, I got 162. And in my head, I'm like, I wrote down Nebuchadnezzar. Like how did we get <laughs> so many different answers? So the best thing for me to do was carry my bag and go home. And just <laughs> I just kept telling myself, Esther, you're so dumb. You probably haven't passed that test, blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. And I think that's when it dawned on me. Yeah. Why, like, what am I, why am I so, why am I beating myself up? And that was one exam out of 21 exams. Mm -hmm. So you would think, oh my, it just does something to you Mm. when you place yourself against Mm. these yeah he's standards mm. but i guess i now now that i think about it i guess there is always a purpose to something that's why those standards are needed to be there right uh, you know the laws like for example regulations are needed to be there why there why is there um um you know a roundabout on the streets yeah you know there's <laughs> we, we were talking about this with uncle vinay one at one point that's um so, like some, so, someone uh, from our church, from church yeah. um and we were just thinking for so long, why is there a roundabout? A roundabout, but we needed it because it brings about order. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess in some ways we kind of understand where the, why there needs to be yeah. a standard of some things. Yeah. Uh, or else everyone would just be living their life like they're in a jungle, you know, <laughs> <laughs> doing whatever they want. 
Um, that goes without saying. <laughs> me and Joanna are very aware of like the 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 situation in, especially with education, um, surrounding grades and stuff like that. I think they've put the standards there. But then when you add in the negativity, it just collapses. Mm. That, that's why I'm saying it's the response to it that's wrong. Yeah, you it's know, just crazy. If you were to tell somebody, these are the standards, and if you fail, there's grace for you. Like, mm. you, can, you can redo it, or you can find something else that might work for you, well, you know, just better. Or just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's bribing. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, you and know? then the students do so much better. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. the, yeah, it's the respond well, to it, I guess. Mm. I think my father was really quite harsh with like failures, mm. um, and my mom. I don't know if she was just no. Actually, she was quite strict at first, mm. but then she was trying to be like, "Well, you failed. So what are you gonna do now? Are you just mm-hmm. gonna sit there and cry, or are you gonna get up, go study?" <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna do something so you don't fail again. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Actually, uh, I'm gonna share a little bit of what happened because I think it 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 changes my perspective on on this whole failure thing. Mm. Um, so in Indonesia, like during senior high school, I think that would be like year eleven to thirteen here in the UK. Mm. Um, so if you failed any one of your subjects. You Wait, were, how many subjects did you have to do, I first had, of all? Okay, you're 11, guys. I had I had 18 subjects. One eight. One eight. So you, you wouldn't want to repeat this. Like, I had 18 subjects. I, I, don't, I don't even want to list them all here because they're just... so random. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and if you fail any one of them, like, you would have to repeat mm. the whole year again. By the grace of God, I, I, I like... Well, well, I grew up in a sc- another school before senior high school, which was an international school, and we studied with the with the, um, pretty much UK curriculum, like the Cambridge style. Did you CIE or GCSEs stuff oh, like that? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, only and then in senior high school, I moved to this school with the national Indonesian curriculum. Um, That's a difference. It was such a difference. It was really really hard because everything was about exams, getting your grades right getting good grades and passing your national examination in year 13 so um and also like in this school particularly because it was a very academic school um so 80 percent of our final result actually came from our daily exams and you would have exams every wait can i emphasize that daily exams yes everybody daily exams so so exams every (laughs) single day um I think you could only have like a maximum of three exams per day. I can't remember. Two or three. Either one of those. But it was still rubbish. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. And in year 12, that's when I failed one of my subjects. I failed... Accounting? I think I failed economics. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I failed economics. Mm. And... Yeah, I didn't make it to year they were like, 13. Bye, Felicia. Literally. <laughs> I didn't make it to year 13. And um, I really wanted to run away. I really wanted to just like not go back to that school anymore because that means I had to repeat the whole year, mm. the whole 18 subjects again mm. with a different group of people, who, the year 11s, who are not going to be in year 12. 
gosh. and all my friends are going into year 13 and you can I'm see there like hi guys you know um oh. so you know the embarrassment and mm. just the humiliation yeah i guess especially when people put labels on you right um so yeah um i was gonna run away initially but then it was my mom who reminded me of my dream my dream was to help motivate other people young people students to uh you know achieve their purpose to to reach their purpose in life that was that was my goal that was my dream and um to help students to feel valued and loved that that was like my long term dream and then uh she said what if one day um you were so successful and then you just never failed at all in your life mm. and then you were giving this talk to a group a bunch of students and then you're saying uh it's okay you can do this uh you know you've got all the strength in you and then they one of them come up to you and say but you never failed like yeah. how do you know what it what it feels like to be me mm. and it struck me so much mm. uh yeah just that that um parable that my mom gave me like it really struck me and i i thought for a second well i mean if i never failed i probably wouldn't understand how other people feel firstly mm-hmm. but second of all i don't appreciate my success either yeah so true. um yeah i think failure really gives me a time to reflect about life and about myself uh mm. and it helps me to push myself forward mm. again Yes. So yeah, people, I think it's how you respond to it that makes a difference. Oh, most definitely. Mm. Do you have any experience that, that you want to perhaps <laughs> share with <No>. us? <laughs> um Well, I haven't had an experience like that before, but I've definitely mm-hmm. had um experiences I mean, in school mm-hmm. when I've just done some madness on guys I can't believe I'm exposing myself like this. But there was a time I got 17% on my maths exam. One seven. Honey, and that's I not even it, worse. No, I wait, got a zero. Wait, I took my <laughs> exam home. And I was like to my mum, mum, here's my exam. My mum's like proper Nigerian as well. I was like, mum, here's my exam. I tried really hard. Do you know what she did? My mum sat at her laptop. She rewrote the whole exam and she made me do it again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And she was like, how can you get 17% on your exam and tell me you tried your hardest? <laughs> okay, all jokes aside, yeah, Your mum's savage. Yeah, she was like, no, you can do better than that, which is true. Because my failures, my mum always told me that I shouldn't give up, basically. Mm. Like, and it doesn't define you. Exactly. I'm mm. I'm living life now. I don't, I'm not deci- defined by that 17% I got in maths. But... um. <laughs> She she taught me that even when it's hard, oh, and oh my gosh, thank you. I'm remembering loads of things. Even when it's hard, you don't give up. Because, this is something my sister tells me, there's some things in life that I personally believe people are gifted to do and they're graced to do. And what I mean mm. by that is they just are born with the ability to do and excel in some things. Like some people are amazing at maths. Mm. They're just like that. That's gift. But exactly, just a gift, right? But then there's some people who aren't good at maths, but they're really good at art, or they're really good at cooking, or they're really good at playing hockey, I don't know, like mm, different things, sure. right? And I think something we sometimes get wrong is we we put one gift above another and we think, well, no, you need to be amazing at X, Y, and Z, yeah, not at A, yeah. B, and C. Mm. And my sister would always say to me, especially coming to uni, that, listen, you're not going to be amazing at every single thing, right? Mm-hmm. But what you need to learn to do is excel at the things 
where your giftings lie mm-hmm. and still try at the other things but don't beat yourself up if you don't get it because actually it, it creates a path and it narrows down your I think your giftings and your purposes in life mm-hmm. it it stops it from being so wide and it kind of shapes it down for you to realize okay even in my degree I'm not amazing if I studied biology maybe I'm not amazing at looking at DNA but I really love looking at plants Mm. like that's my area Mm -hmm. of interest so we can embrace our failing sometimes it takes failing to realize that as well I put the word failing in quotation marks because I don't believe anyway (laughs) sometimes it takes not doing as well as we think to achieve um to to realize that and then we need to learn to set manageable goals for ourselves in those areas you can't expect yourself if you're really bad like you just don't understand um advanced mathematics Mm. give me a topic matrix Mm -hmm. i don't even know what that looks like matrix you can't force yourself like day and night sweating studying like i have to get an a star in this meanwhile your average in maths is an e but you must force yourself you're like i have to get an a star because if i don't i'm gonna that's gonna be the end of my life do you know what i mean you set manageable goals for yourself like Mm. i'm not really good at this thing i'm not good at matrix i'm probably like (laughs) Mm. let me set a goal for myself which is a C and if I get that I'm going to be so happy with myself don't care what other people think mm. I guess you can go as well in, in pro, like steps you know you don't, yeah. you don't have to achieve success instantly like there's yeah. nothing that comes instantly or there's nothing good that comes out instantly mm, like so you true. might have it nicely now yeah. for now but then it's just going to be gone like mm. um, it won't make um who's gonna remember your your hundred percent mark from <laughs> when you're six years old <laughs> when you're six years old do you get what yeah, i mean yeah uh, but all these things we need to achieve like slowly but surely mm. like to actually work towards something right to a like that's as i said there's a purpose for everything right, exactly. there's a process to achieving that purpose mm. so yeah like with you saying that uh don't beat yourself up and mm. and be gracious to yourself. I yeah. think you need to be gracious in the process of right. going Ooh. into that. Finger snaps. That's that a word. purpose, you know. Amen. Be gracious in the process of reaching your purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, like about defining defining myself through my failures. Yeah. Had I defined myself through that failure, you mm, know, back in high school, back in high school, I wouldn't have made it here in the UK. Had right. I, um, like said Stopped. no to go back to reset that that year mm-hmm. again in the same school mm. i wouldn't be in the uk studying and having this dream of helping um students or ma- i want to i want to have my own school now but mm. like i wouldn't have that dream if yeah. i didn't reset Continue. the whole thing yeah um and if i hadn't reset my year again like i wouldn't had i wouldn't have gotten the scholarship to go to the uk mm. because it was that that year wow. you know that the opportunity isn't that so interesting guys <laughs> like that that just makes me be like wow hmm so there we go learning <laughs> we're learning today so i just want to quickly say that i'm not telling people to not set standards or have ambitions for themselves uh, or have goals in life but make them based on 
your ability, not you trying to compare yourself to someone um, and based on someone else's ability. Or not even ability, I guess, Esther, because like, you know, you can develop skills. You right. can you can hone your, your ability, mm. you know? It's not something that you you just permanently say, oh, I can't do this forever. Mm. It goes back again to the whole, whole thing of like, purpose it goes back to your purpose what is your purpose you know Mm, it goes according to that Mm -hmm. and yeah that's true that's a good definition of ability or life or yourself or whatever Mm -hmm. but we have some questions that we want to answer from you guys all right so one of them is how do you keep going when it feels like you keep failing Mm, i think this goes back to my response earlier it's how you respond to your failure Mm -hmm. um well, maybe there are times where you need to reflect whether whether this is something that you want to keep doing or is it is it really the, the calling <laughs> over your life that you need to keep going on and then try again. But also, if you feel like this is something that really means a lot to you and you, you know that you want to do it, mm. and even if you fail, you just have to put that in your mindset, like, this is something that I want to do. Right. Um and nothing's going to stop me from doing it. Mm. And again, if you have God on your side, then I'm sure that he uh, is going to do everything to help you do it. Yep. You know, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Just be praying for, well, if if you have, you have someone of faith, be praying that God would help you to um, be courageous and not be afraid and um, to help figure out what your purpose or your calling is like joanna mm. was saying don't give up don't be harsh on yourself are you failing because you're literally like i don't know not making it to something you need to do or are you failing because you're telling yourself that you'll keep failing mm, yeah because those are two different do you know what things i mean i don't know how to describe that very well mm. but hopefully that was a little bit helpful also failure is a good time to reflect on yourself oh my gosh yeah what have we been doing have we like your mom said have you actually put enough effort into it Mm -hmm. or have you actually really done your best to to do it you know study the patterns Mm -hmm. yeah look at look at yourself like how can you do things differently Mm. and if you really think there's no way out again after trying like the hundred billionth possibility time (laughs) yeah then maybe rethink yeah that's our take on that question sorry (laughs) it's not a very in-depth but you can always message us and we'll talk with you Mm -hmm. next question is how to stop feeling ungrateful and self like feeling feeling full of self-hate when we have failed at something first of all like like i said your value is not defined by your failures um your value is so much more than the things that you did not successfully do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do you define yourself, Esther? Well, me personally, as a follower of Jesus, I set my value in how God sees me. And this is a long journey, but you need to understand that God's word is truth. And so if God is saying, you are loved, you are my daughter, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That is the standard for your life. Mm-hmm. And so you shouldn't be the one that drags yourself down each and every time. Because our life, there is no way in this life that you won't make a mistake or mess mm-hmm. up at something. But choose to root your identity in something firm and stable. So that when the mess up does happen or the mistake or whatever happens, mm-hmm. you're not using that as your like 
identity you're not establishing your identity in mm-hmm. that because that is so mm-hmm. movie yeah <laughs> so my identity is in my god right. uh, i am the child of my god yeah and um i know that i mean in from christianity perspective anyways mm. because of jesus christ my failures are taken away by him yeah and he continues to change me mm. to to make me a better person to mm-hmm. be more like him and so when i fail i just look up to the cross and i look up um to my father in heaven you know who who has loved me so much mm. um that i'm i'm still here and alive and breathing and i think that for me is what keeps you going you know yeah. the fact that you're still breathing that means chance for you to live so don't mm. hate yourself but have grace have for grace yourself. look look at it as another chance to live your life also self hate does not produce growth let me i want to say this as well a lot of people think if i fail i'm the worst person that's not helpful okay mm-hmm. the, sometimes we just have to realize this is what has happened this is the situation and unfortunately xyz has now happened okay how do i move on from this because if you stay in a place where you hate yourself every single time you mess up or something happens you're just going to go back to square one to in fact until it gets to the point where you just think you can't do it anymore and so you become your own barrier mm-hmm. so um and in terms of being grateful um i believe that god turns um everything he uses everything towards his good does that make sense for our good good. sorry for our good he turns every bad situation around for our good so he would use the failure and turn it around to bring good Mm -hmm. even if that's just learning from it so um be Mm. grateful that god i'm i'm so grateful i went through this because yeah yeah sometimes i think actually god allows us to fail Mm. so one we can depend on him we can look up to god yeah um and secondly to learn from our mistakes as we've already said this is in this whole podcast Mm. Um, so to this person you are loved we love you please don't be so harsh hard hard harsh on on yourself yeah and hard on yourself and just embrace them and look at how you can grow from them and don't set your standards according to what you think people should like how people think you should be basically in your life yeah Yeah. move forwards with the purpose that you have in your life exactly it's all about purpose people amen (laughs) (laughs) i hope that helped yep so last question just to close esther how do we stand back up in our failure well process I'm a big person all about processing. So um, don't you don't have to hide how you feel. But I think it's where you take that to, where you take those emotions and those feelings to. Um, and I think if you're taking it to the right place, it allows you to be in a safe environment to express those feelings and then to grow from it. So you don't just stop at, at expressing your feelings. You don't mm-hmm. just linger in the sadness, mm-hmm. but you're able to express it and say, this is how I feel right now. I need to move on from that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sum it up with failure plus response equals outcome. Yeah. Your your final outcome. Mm. So once mm-hmm. again, like, the response that you make, whether that's positive or negative, mm-hmm. whether you choose to grow from it or you choose to just get hide. out of it or hide, is is going to determine your outcome. outcome. Yeah. Um, and let me just read you this like final verse to close really everything that we've talked about. Mm. Um, it's 
kind of what you said earlier, mm-hmm. but Romans 8.28 from the Passion Version. Mm. Um, it says, So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. This is just so beautiful. I think mm. like even in our failures and the the mistakes that we do in our life, God still tries to, you know, it says here, woven us, you know, to, to continue, fit us into the purpose that he has for our lives, which are beautiful. His mm-hmm. plans are always beautiful and amazing for our lives. Yes. So doesn't mean it'll be an easy process, but because you're doing it with him, it's going to be a blessed one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I think um and no, sorry to bring up another verse but I I really remembered that I'd really need to bring this up. Um yes, we're reading from well the Bible. <laughs> by the way, we didn't just make this up. <laughs> nope, honey. Yeah, to Corinthians 12:9 to 10. Uh and it says each time he said this is talking about Jesus. Jesus says, "My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness." And then going back to the speaker. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. So it's okay to fail. It's okay to, uh, you know have weaknesses have weaknesses we we all make mistakes and some most of the time our failures actually you know root from from the mistakes that we do either Mm. i mean there could be other factors as well but we should reflect as well from ourselves like Mm. how can we do better Mm -hmm. next time um but if you feel like you're already on the very edge and you're feeling like you're giving up remember that there's a god who loves you and he gives you he gives you the strength to push through even in your weaknesses and even yeah. in your failures yeah so yeah that's pretty much today um everything that we're gonna touch on touch on i'm sorry if this is kind of long mm. um i don't know if this is something that you guys would continue hearing oh my gosh um if you made it this far give yourself a pat on the back go Okay, good. I think it's a ritual now. (laughs) All right, so next week we're going to touch base again on the topic of... Purpose. What we mean by that is what have I been called to do in my life? Yeah. How do I figure that out? You know, because we've been mentioning that thing so many times today. talking about purpose today. (laughs) So yeah, we are going to talk about that next week. Mm -hmm. So keep keep your questions coming. Keep your suggestions and feedbacks come in mm. uh dm us or email us mm-hmm. whatever wait <laughs> we don't even show the email we'll put the email up somewhere. it's already up Where? i did on instagram you just don't see it do you esther well apparently this not. is what i mean what do you mean Joanne? nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah check us check everything out talk to us we hope you guys are all keeping safe staying inside protecting the health of not just yourself but of others in that way Mm -hmm. um we are open open we are praying for you guys and if you guys have requests for prayer or that kind of thing message us we'd like to talk to you yeah god bless have a good week (laughs) have a great yeah bye